Bunker Banter! We are back and we are in the new Bunker Banter podcast room over here in the new Addison office. I am joined, as always, by my pal, the chief, Dennis Dungy. Denny, how are we doing today? We're doing good, Timmy. A nice fall Friday. As you said, we're in our new podcast room. Uh, I can't wait to see our faces on this show coming down the road here. Uh, I know Tom joked around. We have faces for radio the other day. You know, he has to throw his jabs in here and there. While he can, he's got a couple more weeks left to do that. That's it. But yeah, it's good to be in the new office. We uh, touched on it in our last show. Uh, So we're about, what do you say, 50% moved in. So uh, I think next week while Tom's away, we're going to reshuffle everything. Yes, yes, we are We are definitely about 50%. I moved my desk over here yesterday, so I am officially moved in uh, in my new space. And as you can hear, we have basically nothing in the podcast room currently, <laughs> but it is outfitted to be a little bit better sound-wise once we kind of uh, fill it with things and, and dampen some of the echoiness in here. But we'll have a nice backdrop. We're going to get some more video uh, things going here in the new year. We're gonna we're gonna revamp Bunker Banter a little bit. We're, we're gonna have some some more guests and, and make it a little bit more about uh, the member for the first part of things, and uh, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, I think it's interesting how you've already moved your desk over here. We had a very tiny fridge in the old office. We have a new fridge here. It happens to have some beverages in it. Treehouse. I think that's why your desk moved over here so fast. So hopefully there's still some left next week after we kind of set things up to celebrate the move into the new office. Well, as I said to you yesterday, (laughs) I strategically picked the office that has a view of the bridge so that nobody can get in there and uh, steal anything from me. Uh, But we got a few section things here to cover on a nice uh, Friday, fall day here. Uh, We'll start off with the big one. The fall meeting is just a few weeks away. It seems crazy because I feel like it's last week it was like 80 degrees and it was summer and now all of a sudden it's uh, frost and you know, Waterbury had some snow, I know. I talked to Brad and obviously Balbo and Torrington and those I guys. I heard some had Christmas some snow. carols on the, on the radio yeah, this yeah. morning too. Yeah, well Nicole said it's Christmas. Now that it's November, it's Christmas. So I <laughs> <laughs> said, okay. Uh, we got the fall meeting again at Mohegan Sun. That's gonna be Monday, November 20th. Uh, we do have some, obviously some registra- registrations been going for a few weeks now. So we do have some people in there for that. Uh, you can find that on the website. It's right on that first rotating banner. If you don't catch it there, it is also on the member login side, which is where we have all of the relevant information for the uh, the meeting there. Uh, we have a few things there so far, and that includes uh, our three directors who have been formally nominated for that coming up. That's Joe Mentz, Alex Cavalier, and Pete Seaman have been formally nominated. And we do know a couple others who... Uh, might be running from the floor as well. So it should be a nice action-packed director election this year. Yeah, and I think the deadline to be formally nominated has passed, but certainly if you have intentions of running from the floor, uh, certainly feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we can kind of help that process. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see you know more than one or you know more than one name on there as we've kind of had in the past couple of years. But uh, as we alluded to on some previous shows. Competition is good. It's friendly competition, uh, but it gives, you know, it, it, it lends to a fun election rather than a just go up, do a speech, approve, boom, done. Sure. So 
It's yeah. fun. And I think it'll be good. And it gets people involved. And we obviously, as you said, I think on the last show, you have the vice president at large, uh, which is the president's selection of people to kind of fill in some one-year terms. So we have that as well. If you're not interested in committing to the full three-year board of director role. So if you're interested in that, certainly reach out to Bob Sparks or uh, Phil Crick, John Dipolini, any of the people on the board and you know, your name will get kind of tossed in there and that decision will be up to the board and, and, and ultimately Bob, but I know he relies on the board for some of that support too, so. Absolutely, so a couple of good ways to get involved there. Uh, and also the big announcement coming from the fall meeting is that uh, President John Linder will be attending our meeting this year, which is fun. Former guest of the show, I was remember? just gonna say. One former, of our best. That's what I was just gonna <laughs> say. I think he's coming because he's trying to get on Bunker Banter again. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think, Actually, it was interesting because I think we were scheduled to have John Easterbrook because the officers weren't available. I think this whole somebody stepping aside thing kind of maybe prompted an officer to attend. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Mr. Linder shows up with a pair of those Birkenstocks we talked about on our past show. We've been waiting for it. We've been waiting for it. And as you alluded to there, the Sunday, November 19th, the evening before the fall meeting, we are having a little bit of a celebration. Now, if you ask Thomas, it's a member celebration of things. But we're, we're celebrating Tom's 30 years here in the Connecticut section. And I did, uh, we, you know, he obviously knows about it. We've been talking about it. And, you know, he kind of gave me the old, yeah, maybe I won't come to that on Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, he's already got his room book, so he'll be there. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a nice night for him to have some running water. <laughs> a little running water, and I'm sure a couple four-finger pours will go yeah, his way, you know? Yeah, so it's going to be a, it's gonna be a fun night there. Uh, again, both of those are taking place in the Cabaret Theater, which is a nice little spot to, to hang out. So look at... Looking forward to both November 19th and November 20th. And just a quick thing before we move on from that, uh, the room block is already full. So those of you who were not uh, quick to book that, the room block is full. So you are, you're on your own. Yeah, and one other thing I'll just throw in before we transition away from that. I mean, obviously it's a member opportunity or benefit to be able to attend the meeting, but um, we encourage associates and those in the qualifying program, you know, for those PGA members that have those uh, gentlemen and ladies working at their facilities, strongly, strongly encourage you to uh, bring them along. Or if you're not coming, invite them to come. Uh, I think it, I think it's an awesome opportunity for them to see, you know, what being a PGA member is, is all about. The uh, ability, the camaraderie. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, the collegial nature of things and yeah and and networking, being able to, networking is the word I'm looking yeah. for there you go nice job you get two <laughs> points for that one um, yeah and I think it's an awesome opportunity for that and obviously we're going to celebrate Tom a little bit at the meeting as well for those that aren't able to attend the night before so you know to kind of learn a little bit of the history because Tom always tends to dive into that um, so it'll be a cool opportunity to be a part of that so strongly encourage all of our PGA professionals to either have their associates or qualifying level people tag along, or if they're not coming to the meeting, to invite them that they are a part of uh, that opportunity. So great point there, Danny, great point. So the more the merrier, right? Yeah, the more the merrier. Uh, moving along, we, uh, we touched upon our special award recipients on the last Bunker Banter, but tonight's the night, November 3rd. Our special awards ceremony is taking place at Old Lime Country Club, uh, the home of our golf professional of the year, Mr. Rob Barbeau. The real RB, as I've been uh, been saying. <laughs> Sorry to all the other RBs out there. They can earn it back. 
Well, we have a lot of RVs. There's a lot of there. RVs. There's yeah. a lot of RVs in our section. There's um, only one fake one though. <laughs> the Hartford Golf Club guy. I can't remember what his yeah. first name is. Bray. He talks his last name, something like that. Yeah, he talks a little yeah. funny. <laughs> He's the only fake one. <laughs> uh, it should be a really good night there. Five o'clock tonight to honor our recipients. Uh, Lauren has a nice video of RB to show for that, and we'll also show that at the fall meeting and, and post that to our YouTube channel as well. So she did a nice job on that, as always. Yeah, it's what she's good at. Yeah. Uh, along, along with some other things, yeah, too. But I mean, things, yeah, I guess. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be a special night for all the re uh, award recipients, but obviously, you know, for Rob, well-deserved, and I'm sure he's going to enjoy hosting the evening. Um, so... You know, congratulations to all the award winners and enjoy the evening. Uh, hopefully it doesn't start snowing on you, but you're down on the shoreline, so it shouldn't. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be great. Yeah, should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, a few other things we have on our docket of section slash PGA business here. Uh, next week is the PGA of America annual meeting down in Frisco. So our contingent of uh, obviously Tom and our delegates. So we got some alternate delegates going down there to to hang out and do the old annual meeting thing down there. So any PGA, uh, PGA member who is not going can listen into a good portion of the meeting uh, on PGA.org next week. So for those of you who are kind of hanging out, it's, it's something that we'll have on here at the office just to kind of stay in the know of the meeting. And some of it certainly isn't broadcasted, of course, but a good portion of it is. So it's, uh, it's good, to, good to stay in tune with what's going on. Yeah, and you know, Frisco's the new home of the PGA. I keeps you know, I'm still hearing that. When do you when do you have to stop calling it the new home? Of just the, the home. It's just the home now. It's just the home. Now. Oh, just the home. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We uh, still have a new. We office. have the new the new office. Yeah, because yeah. we're not even really here yet. <laughs> They're there, so it's gotcha. not new anymore. Gotcha. So last uh, last episode we touched on we were going into birdies for brighter futures, and uh, I think we have a pretty uh, pretty astounding. We did pretty well. Yeah, we did pretty well. Our we guys up, did pretty well. We upped the ante. We made some uh, birdies, some eagles. Another fun day out there. Uh, hopefully some of you are following along on our live uh, situations when we were out uh, on our social media outlets. But uh, at the end of the day, I think we're somewhere in the neighborhood of 93,000 yeah. uh, that was raised that day. So uh, obviously an amazing feat. Last year, I think we were just around 84. Mm -hmm. um, so we had the same amount of teams last year. Um, but raised ten thousand more dollars this year. So uh, I think the conversation in our board planning session yesterday was this really needs to be one of our premier events that that guys are playing in and and ladies are playing in too. So uh, there's been some discussion on how we can grow that. But uh, I think all in all, a fun day was had, and obviously for two great causes. Absolutely. Two great causes you mentioned there. And we've kind of already talked about it. We talked about it a little bit in our planning session as well. Just being a little bit more engaged with Connecticut Children's throughout the year next year and some of the things that they do so that it's uh, we can continue to develop and foster that relationship with them. That's, I mean, two years in, we're obviously connected with them through BFBF and it's it's gone well. We've gotten to know Kurt Knox, who's kind of their representative for those type of events. And uh, he's obviously a great guy and, and is looking to continue to build the relationship with us. So, you know, getting in front of them and kind of telling them a little bit more about what we do through our foundation is equally as important there. So we'll look to continue to develop that and grow that event. And like Danny said, it's an, it's an awesome event. I mean, yes, we're playing golf. 
you got to make birdies and, and you know, uh, low sets up everything. So the, the donation aspect of it from our PGA member standpoint is pretty straightforward. Not a lot of time commitment from that, but uh, it's just, it's a fun day. I mean, talk to any of those guys. I really encourage you to reach out to any of those guys. Talk to Ian, who's been all in on hosting uh, and just get a sense of what that day is like and how fun it is. And, you know, Talk to Andrew Campbell, too, the uh, Mr. Birdie Juice over yeah, there. the Birdie Juice delivery yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, and like you said, I mean, the golf course is, is set up to have some fun. So, obviously, the goal of the day is to raise funds. So, it's not like you're playing the back tees and tucked hole locations. So um, I may have had a couple foot wedge uh, assists on a couple of those birdies. Yeah, you almost made one. I almost I made one. That would have been pretty good. Yeah, so, and very much appreciated by the players, I know, for sure. Yeah, that was a pretty good backstop <laughs> up there on 18 there. Yeah, and with uh, with BFBF being a fundraising initiative, just want to remind you, uh, we obviously have the drive for the game uh, that goes on that a lot of you take part in, and uh, that obviously the year is wrapping up, so uh, let us know what kind of funds have been raised on your behalf, and uh, obviously you'll send them our way, but anything we can do to kind of uh, promote that, I think we recognize a lot of them at the fall meeting, so uh, certainly want to know that you've done something because you deserve to be recognized. And then I think the one other thing, uh, actually I have two other things here. Um, just want to remind everybody about Deferred Comp, uh, obviously new this year, uh, but remember to post your things that you're doing so that you can earn your Deferred Comp. Uh, I know we, that was a discussion at our uh, board planning session yesterday as well. So um, we are going to do an educate, I believe we're going to try and uh, get an educational thing on the schedule regarding uh, the member app and deferred comp so that everybody kind of is understanding how those things are working. And then speaking of educational opportunities, uh, the schedule starting to kind of unfold, but on Tuesday, November 28th, that will be our first session that we're going to have. Um, Andy Matthews from NeuroPeak Performance, uh, former professional golfer. Uh, I think I read in his bio that he actually won a mini tour event. Um, so obviously has some talent, but he's now the director of performance at NeuroPeak. It's a science-based breathing and heart rate uh, monitoring thing to unlock performance potential. So uh, I would very, imagine that's all aspects of life as well. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of how he yeah. kind of presented it to me too. So, uh, but a good thing kind of to add into your coaching or teaching repertoire, but also as you said, kind of a good personal thing too. Not only for playing golf, but you know when you're on the basketball court or the volleyball court. I know you're double dipping right now. So I got a lot going on. You know, Bennett's in the taekwondo world or Tenley's in the dance world. You know, it could be good for them too. So. Jordan Speed, Zach Johnson are some of uh, the clients there uh, that he works with. So I think it's going to be great information again, Tuesday, November 28th. That is going to be in person. Uh, we're going to be at the church, the Glastonbury Church there across the street from the old office. The old <laughs> office there, yeah. Uh, so look forward to seeing some people there. Uh, I'll probably shoot an email out just to kind of get an idea of who's interested in attending, but there's really no formal sign up for it. So uh, look forward to seeing some some people and some faces there. So awesome. I don't know if you have any other section stuff. Uh, one, two second thing. I'm sure a lot of you have seen uh, PGA Junior League registration, coach registration and facility registration launched. Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before. Uh, I totally get it. Everybody's kind of winding down. The last thing you want to think about is what's kind of going on with next year. But 
real, really just, you know, just get it done with. It's one of those things where, you, it, especially if you're a returning coach, just get it in there, lock it in there so you can kind of forget about it. And again, anybody who's interested in, in getting on board with PGA Junior League, certainly give myself uh, at the office or Brian Bain a call to get that going. So just a quick thing, but it is it is open for next year already. Wow. They're really getting ahead of it there. Jeez, they are getting ahead of it. <laughs> uh, but I think that kind of wraps up some of the notes that we had for section and foundation business there. So we'll go into a little bit of banter and uh, off-color things. Yeah, and I, again, I don't think you have much to talk about, uh, but we do have some things. things. <laughs> There's plenty of sports things to talk yeah. about. Uh, but two things um, on a little bit of a, the, the sad note. Uh, I don't know if you saw Bobby Knight. Yes. Uh, Bobby Knight passed away. Obviously, uh, uh, I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. He's in the no, Hall of Fame. Right? If he's yeah. not, he should yeah. be eventually. Um, but three national championships. Uh, twenty. I think I saw 24 out of his 29 seasons that he was coaching. They were in the fine, into the... Uh, NCAA tournament, and I didn't realize that there hasn't been an undefeated season since his team back in 76. 76, yeah. I know that because Rutgers, well, because Rutgers was actually undefeated that year as well. Oh, really? They were. That was Rutgers' greatest team of all time. No, they made it to the final four, but they (laughs) lost to, that was, I think they played, I think Indiana played UCLA, and Rutgers lost to UCLA in the final four, and UCLA had like one loss or something ridiculous. Yeah, gotcha. The loaded Final Four that year. Yeah, wow. And then the other one was uh, Ivor Robin, Robson, I think is his name, who is the voice of the Open. Wow. For 41 years. Uh, the guy stands on the first tee and announces everybody. So he passed away on uh, October 17th. So big loss to the golf world there. Wow, that's a big one. I didn't see that one. Yeah. So, huh. um, And then in other news... Some exciting news. Uh-oh. Uh I didn't actually see who won the game last night. Did you see? Uh, oh, the uh, Steelers won last oh, night. Oh, they yeah. did? Oh, I thought I was going to have some super exciting news. But a local player, quarterback for yeah. the Tennessee Titans, we Will Levis. Levis. Yeah. yeah. Came yeah, in and had really a record, well. record-setting performance last week. Yeah. I think he um, played pretty well last night, too. He played well last yeah. night. That's why I wasn't sure. They were leading yeah. when I went to bed. Yeah, I think it was 20 eyes closed or something so. like that, yeah. Yeah. So, look, he had a rough start. I yeah. watched the first couple of drives, yes. and he had a rough start, but then he kind of settled in, made some Steelers have a very good defense on the road. I mean, Thursday night game, whatever, but, I mean, the terrible towels are out, and it's, it's a tough environment yeah. to play in. That kid has an arm, though. He, he, can, he unleashed a couple he balls can last night. Throw it. And, yeah. he, and he looks the part. I mean, he, he kind of came in with a little bit of a bad reputation as being kind of a cocky young kid who was... You know, that's whatever. Why, that's how he got to where he is. Correct. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> you know, uh, kind of like how a lot of people felt about Bryce Harper, but that's why Bryce Harper is who he is. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot of those athletes are like that. It's just how they carry themselves differently in situations. But yeah, good to see the local kid. I'm glad you mentioned that because I definitely would not have mentioned that. Yeah. And speaking of Bryce Harper, I think baseball was still being played. I don't yeah, know. I, I gotta remember. be honest. I love baseball more than just about anybody. <laughs> and I did I I tuned in to at least part of I think every game, but there was just not a lot of zing I saw there. a little bit of the first game, which was the best game of the series. Yes. Um, obviously didn't stay up to see the end of it because bedtime's about nine thirty for me. Yeah. On a good night. Yeah, all the games are eight o'clock. Yeah. Uh, there's just there was not a lot of buzz. And they they were talking about that on the radio yesterday. They did a list of the top five most least memorable championships of the last 15 years or whatever and they you know are we going to talk about this in 10 years as like 
what happened in the 2023 yeah. World Series? Who was in it? But the Rangers won for the first time. So congratulations, yeah. obviously, to them and, and the state of Texas. Yeah. You know, Frisco, Texas. Oh, yeah, there we go yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but baseball is over now. Now, unfortunately, my season of baseball is is, is upon us here, and that's the off season because that's all we really care about now in, in the Yankee world because we don't go to playoffs and win anything. We just talk about how we're gonna hopefully fix things next year. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The baseball season turns to the Otani show now, right? Yeah, I think Otani, and then I mean everybody's saying that Soto's getting traded, so I think that's the other big one is that Soto. Is gonna probably be on the move and then get a huge deal because he's, I mean, he's a free agent. I think after next year, so somebody's gonna have to obviously trade for him with the intention of signing him. Uh, and there's been some scuttlebutt that the Yankees might actually be in on that, which would be a, a huge change from kind of their vision of the past few years of being a little bit more conservative. And maybe they finally have a little bit of a fire lit under them. He's so, with Padres. Padres, yeah. yeah. Right. So. And he, that's the, he's the young gun that came from the Nationals, right? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's still only 25. Right. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a young dude, and yeah. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. We'll follow some, some any important things happening in baseball as we kind of go through the hot stove season. Yeah, and then kind of um, speaking of young guns, basketball season's getting ready to get yep. underway, college hoops. Um, Cooper Flagg. Yeah. The number one recruit. Tough UConn. Tough, Tough. yeah. Duke versus UConn, and, you know, he was here. Maybe they should have put him with somebody else other than Klingon, but I know they're good friends. Yes. But unfortunately, that visit didn't pan out, and uh, Mr. Flag selected Duke. Yeah. And John Shire's doing some big things down there early in his. He's got some good. He, I think I saw he had the number two recruiting class his first year. He was four last year. He was four going into this. Now he's got Cooper Flag, so he's got to be. Two or one or two on the recruiting trail. So. Rutgers is number two next year, and uh, they're in on the second. They're, well, they're in on the second best kid, who was also Shire was recruiting, and then Shire moved off him because it was deemed that Rutgers was a little ahead of Duke. Yes, Rutgers That's, was ahead of probably because you're a season ticket holder. I'm a season <laughs> ticket holder. <laughs> I'm contributing That's, to the NIL fund. <laughs> That's just a big deal. Timmy Paragon. I'm just getting in there now, yeah. He's a uh, season ticket holder, man. NIL package goes uh, way up. That's it. <laughs> Monday Monday starts the season. UConn plays. Rutgers is playing Princeton. Uh, They're playing Princeton in Trenton. I'm going to that game. Season ticket holder. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Come on. I'm getting in there. i got to get it going. Uh, JK you got your I, helicopter taking you down? or Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think uh, this is a very pro college basketball show. I know a lot of our listeners are in on college hoops, talking to Tom Halstead about it, uh, Ron Beck, RB number two, we'll say. <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. Uh, and his fighting Illini are supposed to be pretty good this year. Uh, so excited to get, get back in the mix with college hoops next week. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. And then, I don't know, we have... Kind of a big game coming up this weekend. What, with the Cowgirls? The, bir the Birds and the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> birds and the Cowboys. Big game this week in the yeah. NFC Beast. Yeah. Although it's Sunday night game, too. Sunday night game, yep. Uh, but I don't know, with the Giants and the Commanders in our division, I don't know if we're really the NFC Beast anymore. No, we are not. Uh, but I'll be uh, in front of my TV for that one, obviously. Yeah. The good news is, is they get a little week off after that, but then they're running through, as we, I think we talked about at the last show, they're running through the gauntlet of the Chiefs yeah. and the 49ers and Dallas again. 
So it's an interesting couple weeks coming up for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're not my Philadelphia Eagles, they're the Philadelphia yes, Eagles. Yes. <laughs> well, I think this is a, a good test game for uh, both the Cowboys and the Eagles to see where, where they kind of stand at this point in the season, obviously. Uh, as you said, the Giants are a train wreck of a football team at this point. That was crossed last week against the Jets. Regardless of whether they won or not, that was probably the ugliest football game in the history of the NFL. Yeah, in a, in a game that's passer-friendly right now, they only had one <clears throat> pass attempt in the second half. Obviously, weather conditions somewhat dictate that, but um, we in a passer-friendly pass. game, <laughs> one pass and a half uh, isn't quite enough. Yeah, it's just a couple, yeah, my, negative eight passing yards on the, on the game there. So, not going to win too many games doing that. No. No, but maybe if the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl this year, Dak Prescott might be available because I think there's a lot of pressure on him. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Jerry Jones seems to really like Dak, though. So when and if there's nothing else, Jerry is loyal to his guys. Well, Eagles fans like Dak, too, because he can't win the big game. So That's very we're, true. We're huge fans of Dak Prescott. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, but yes, another week of sports. You got anything on uh, any Taekwondo news you want to report on? Any softball? No, football? no. Uh, we got, uh, listen, I've been busy four days a week with dance. You know, my younger daughter, Tenley's getting ready to perform in the Nutcracker, so she's excited about that. And then uh, my older daughter is deep into Taekwondo. We registered full, full bore last night. She's going to test for her next level belt uh, next week, so she's excited about that. And... Uh, I don't know if I can say this on this show, but she'll be kicking my ass soon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's right. <laughs> uh, good stuff there, Denny. Uh, again, we'll be we'll be getting back into more of a regular schedule here with Bunker Banter, especially once we fully move into the new office and have our own uh, podcasting room. So we'll hope that uh, everybody's still on board and looking forward to continuing to evolve Bunker Banter going forward. And like we said, having more guests, more member interaction with it. So stay tuned for all of that. But until next time. See you then.